Welcome to the Thick AF Podcast. This is Don Mitchell. I am Sarah Wright's mom and a guest on the show this evening. So woo woo! We've been so talking for you to be here. I know. We've been talking about it for a long time now. Yes. I'm visiting the Birmingham area from way up north. Thawing, up north. thawing out from the winter. The frozen tundra. The frozen tundra. And That's you guys right. went to the beach, so how was that? It was so good, except for it was really the first time that I've ever experienced two rain days while we were there. It was very weird. Um, Usually, you know, even last year, we sat through like a 15 minute, like real aggressive, like rainstorm, but it cleared up after that. But we had two, almost two full days where we could not do anything. Like the entire day? Yeah. Did y'all go like... I don't know. What do you do when the fir- it rains? So the first day that it rained, we really didn't do a whole lot. Like, I don't know. It was bad outside. Like, it was real stormy. We went out to lunch somewhere, I think. That was on the second rainy day, that though. That was on the second rainy day? Yeah. I think we were just, we just arrived the afternoon before, and we went right to the pool. Last yeah. year, we went to the same... Um, condo complex and the pool was closed for renovations so this year we got there and it was really pretty so we said let's just unload and go right to the pool so we did do that so we kind of got an extra little bit of half day of sun Um, yeah we knew the next day was going to be really rainy and it was bad yeah like we didn't i don't I think for dinner that night, we like picked up pizzas or something instead of, you know, trying to go out anywhere because it was just really ugly outside all day. But then the next day was beautiful and we had a full day on the beach and then the the next day. So this was rained Thursday was perfect on Friday, rained again on Saturday. We went to like a real late lunch, I guess, at Sea and Suds in Gulf Shores. And then we came back and were able to go to the pool again that day. Well, at least we got to go to the pool. Speaking of pools, so I have like an FMK for you guys. Oh my gosh. Okay, what is it? So, well, I don't really have a third one yet, but let's go with, um, (laughs) so when you're at the beach, do you, would you rather go to the pool, the beach, or shopping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like those are the three things that you would do, mom. Or like you could go on like, do like an excursion, like a jet skis or something. I mean, that's though, I kind of want to marry that because I like to do that stuff. But you go first, mom. Well, I'm marrying the beach. (laughs) Okay. It's my happy place. Sand in the butt crack and all. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The beach is my happy place and that's my first choice. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to... You have to F something so it's like you have to do it like one time. Yep. Well, it's not forever, yeah. and then you got to kill something else. Yeah. we Can we say the F word? Yes. If you yes. would like to say it, you can. Yes. If you don't want to say it. I will fuck the jet ski parasailing <laughs> adventure <laughs> every time. No, fuck it or kill it. Or kill it. Yes. yes. I'm going to kill that. Yes. Sorry. And the pool, I guess I'll fuck. <laughs> I feel you. Which is a good place to... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my... If I was at, like, a local beach, like Orange Beach, you know, Gulf Shores, you know, Panhandle area, that would be my choice as well. If I was at, like, an all-inclusive, then I 
might not kill the excursion portion. But, yeah, or like shopping sh- excursion yeah. type of thing. I don't want to shop ever. I don't want to go to the outlets. I don't want to do anything. I don't she's either. she's already if like tomorrow. Sun, she's I'm like good. it's only seventy three. I don't know if it's gonna be a good pool day. I'm like, oh, no, that's the perfect, perfect pool day. <laughs> she's she like, says. but I may go to the outlets. I'm like, well, if you do that, then I'm probably gonna check my work. You're email. supposed to be a snowbird. <laughs> what if the seventy three is like hot for you, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so i feel like i will marry the so i used to be different i will i'm gonna marry the beach of course but i when i was younger i hated going to the beach because i would have to come back and i'd have sand all over me and so i always wanted to go to the pool and i had this boyfriend and he liked the pool too and we both always would go to the pool and we'd like get down there early and make sure we had our seats and all that stuff and everything set up. And then we would kind of go to the beach sometimes and then come back. But now I cannot stand the pool because I think about all the people and their bodily stuff floating <laughs> in the pool and us bodily all just fluids. like, yeah. And then the kids that get in the pools down there, they're just like, listen, those diapers are just holding the stuff in there. Oh yeah. They're not, Yuck. those diapers, like the, so this isn't pandemic. This is disgusting. kind of generated thought. This no, this has been just, for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because I was a lifeguard like for a while and yeah. I also think you have some germ issues. Yeah, probably. But I just <laughs> think about it. My mom loves the pool, but if honestly, I think if my mom heard me talk about this, she probably would never want to go to the pool again. And she she always makes it so we have to go to the pool after we go to the beach. And oh, you I, have to. We have to because she does not want sand in the house. And if you get in the pool, the sand's coming off of you. But I'm like, can't I just get straight in the shower? Yeah. And so I we fight every Listen, time. I'm like, Ugh. I about got in a fight with Brandon this weekend. So I've obviously, this is my first like real kind of real vacation. Like I know that he went to the lake with us or whatever, but like that was, that was only a couple of nights, you know, it wasn't a handful of nights and it wasn't the beach. And to me, the beach is like a very different situation where like the sand is something you know about. Right. Right. And so you're like very careful about your movements on the beach, not to like stir up sand or, you know, when you bring everything back that you've been out (laughs) all day. I'm just imagining all the things that could have gone wrong with this. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, first of all, yesterday he just like kicked sand like all over me at one point. And I was like, what the fuck Brandon? But the thing that really got me was uh, after our first day on the beach, there was, he bought this bag and this is a massive tote bag. Cause I told him, I'm not carrying your shit. I'm not, well, it will not go in my, he, have to he carry? doesn't have that much, but he still bought a big <laughs> effing bag and it's like a mesh bag. So all the sand and shit can get up all in there Yeah, and it's not mesh on the bottom. So it just collects on the bottom. This mug came back up to our room, uh, to the condo oh, no. and put that fucking bag on Inside. the, on the bed, <gasps> on the bed. And I no. heard Sarah screech. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do not put that bag on the bed. This is like a love is blind uh, oh thing. My God. <laughs> suitcase on the bed. I was like, I was like, you did not just do that. Oh my like, gosh. don't ever do that again. First like, of all, that, that beach, beach bag would not have made it into my parents' condo no. because my mom would have been like, nope, hold it right there. <laughs> Go dunk that thing in the pool well, or leave it outside. Well, and it's funny because like, I, Jerry has kind of taught me over the years, like buying the Costco Tommy Bahama chairs, you know, yes. that have the cooler and the zipper pocket in them. Like <clears throat> you can pack shit in that chair and yeah. not have to also bring a beach bag, like a cooler 
cooler separate unless you know you're only yeah. gonna have a couple beers and then it'll fit in the back pocket cooler whatever but I, so day one i brought my little zipper bag like cosmetic bag that has like my sunscreen hair ties chapstick you know what have you just random shit in there that typically goes inside of my pool bag well, I just brought that little bag down, but it's behind you. So every time you need something out of that sucker, you got to get up, unzip your oh, pocket, sucks. and then, you know, get stuff out of it or whatever. So day two, Brandon was like, you can put your stuff in my bag. I knew that you would end up doing that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That one got the big one. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. And it took everything that I had not to be like, okay, you're like kind of right. But also, I'm still not carrying your stuff. But... <laughs> But this is your first time to the beach with him. <laughs> yeah. So y'all are getting used to each other and Well, I mean, that's the longest we've ever been right. in a car together before, too. Well, my thing is, okay, so when you go to the beach or to anything, you should carry your own things. You should, if you need that stuff, you should carry 100%, it. 100%, which is you why it, I said you get got your it. own bag. We're not carrying everybody else's stuff. You, right. Everybody fend for themselves on the stuff. Yes. Honestly, though, like, if we're making sandwiches and put pack in a cooler... Like, you know, a lot of times one person will do that. Of course. And we did. We had a food cooler, you know, whatever. If you want to bring a radio and some balls or whatever you're going to play with. No, I don't want all that. I've got my own stuff. And I'm not carrying it. So I was. Oh, my mom makes us carry all of her stuff. She doesn't carry one thing. (laughs) She might carry a towel, but she doesn't. I'm pretty sure my dad carries her towel. So my husband and I have a routine. He carries the cooler. I carry the beach bag. Yeah, and that's then we good. both carry and they both carry their own chairs on our back, and that's pretty much it. So my parents got older, and they are spoiled. They've spoiled themselves. Let's just say that they, instead of we used to carry the chairs down, and they have bought the you know you can get like they have like the rental chairs, and they buy the whole year they pay for it up front, so they have those, so they don't have to carry any chairs down. They don't have to carry an umbrella or anything like that. They just like, my mom shows up. My dad brings everything down for her. She shows up and it's done. But she and does, she packs the, chair, the cooler, yeah. makes everything, yeah. does all the work. Right. And then he actually just carries he it down the there. He does the physical labor part right. of it. Yeah. She does the organization. Yes. Well, and I will say this. Brandon carried a lot of stuff. Right. Like, he didn't just carry his stuff. Like, he carried, like, the <clears> snack <throat> bags and, you know, whatever. He carried yeah. additional stuff other than that. But I think my biggest beef with him over this weekend is, like, the non-acknowledgement of, like, the sand and wherever it is, it will follow you everywhere. Yeah, and it multiplies. Yes. You think you've got it gone. Right. But, no, there's a little piece right oh my there gosh. in that little corner thing. I know. <laughs> it, was, it was wild. But, like, we had a good weekend. Nobody got – I didn't even get drunk the whole time. I mean, I had a good buzz going a couple times, but, like, I didn't get drunk. I was asleep before midnight every single night. That's still kind of late for you, isn't it? I mean, kind <laughs> of, on but one, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I would say probably asleep by 11 then, maybe. Well, Brandon gets up early, too. So the tendency is when the first person starts yawning and they've been up, he, because of his work, he gets up early. So by 9, 10 o'clock, he's yawning. Yeah, because he still gets up. And I mean, he even took a wicked cool like time lapse video of the sunrise. I'll have to show it to you, but it was super nice. Mm -hmm. And he got up in time to like do that. But he wakes up. And so then by 930, he's tired every fucking night. And I'm like, dude, you peak too soon during the day on vacation. Yeah, you got to sleep in. Take some drugs. I don't know. (laughs) Every morning when I open my curtains from the master suite. (laughs) 
There was Brandon sitting <laughs> on the balcony. If he wasn't there, I would have been worried. Like, seriously. Well, because he would get up and, like, make, make coffee, coffee and just every drink morning. his and coffee. And he didn't have anything else and to do and just sit, for, sit outside. And he probably just, didn't want to be loud. Well, so, he went yeah. down a couple of times and walked on the treadmill and, you know, just, like, watched a movie on his phone while he was on the treadmill or whatever. But, like, yeah, I mean, for the most part, he's up waiting for, like, that's crazy Two, to me. Two, three so, hours for somebody else to get up. For me, if it's, if I, if I wake up, if, even if I'm like, can't sleep or whatever, if I wake up and everybody else is still asleep and I know they're going to be asleep for forever, I'm not getting up and making coffee. I'm laying back down. I don't care. He doesn't function I without coffee though. Sleep. I know, but like, I would just like get back in the bed and just like lay there well, for Yeah, a but while. Emily, you have to realize that he's not in the bed by himself. He's in the bed with me and I'm snoring, sleeping good uh, yeah. and he's leaving me alone, which I appreciate. Go away if you're awake and you're going to wiggle worm in the bed. Oh, I don't know. I just, I, if anybody else is awake, I also can sleep like all day long yeah like, for the entire day like honestly i think about it sometimes and i'm like i should probably just be dead because i uh, sleep i could sleep for well, the entire week she was you were one of the latest risers what time did you wake up that first time and it was so late 11 15 i would love that sleep played Musical bed rotation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm pretty sure next year we're just going to go ahead and get a four bedroom, chalk it up to that. So when everybody has their own room to go in, and then if somebody snores, we, you get an extra room. Well, not, yeah. <laughs> I but, literally but have that, like 365 days to get a solution to his yeah, snoring. Well, Does he have sleep saying, or something? No. But yeah, I'm, I'm just saying we need to get four bedrooms so then if somebody needs to go sleep elsewhere, they can. And then nobody's in the living room. That's my problem with it. I don't I like, agree. I think it's unfair that everybody else has to tiptoe around in the morning if somebody's sleeping on the sofa. Yeah, that's and, true. And I mean, I understand why y'all are doing it, but it's just, in, you know, it's slightly Irritating. inconvenient for other people. Yeah. Well, that and then like my parents, what they would do, because my mom get a bunk dad, room, a small bunk yes, room, that's you know. What I'm yeah. Saying. Yes. yes. They sleep. My parents snore bad, and my mom snores really bad. And then she says, "No, that was your father." And I'm like, "No, it wasn't. I was in the bed with him. Like we were literally in the same bed. It was not him." <laughs> and you can hear my mom snoring from like outside. You probably can hear me snoring. Was I snoring today when I took a nap? <laughs> well, the, they. In fact, I said to Brandon, "You're a better man than I am," because he's. Yeah. And he said, normally I'm asleep before she is, but it is true. My husband can saw wood like nobody's business and drinking makes it worse. Right. Worsens it. So that's the problem. Like he is staying up later than normal, probably drinking more than usual. And so then it just relaxes the jaw even more. So it just, it's probably my a deeper earplugs like couldn't <laughs> even handle it. Yeah, see, I, my earplugs, I had to order, I was at the beach last time, and my earplugs, I was like, I think it's my earplugs, so I got on Amazon and ordered these, like, earplugs that said that they were going to block out all the sound, had them delivered, like, next day, because I was, like, going to be there for, like, however Do many days. Do they work? No, not for my mom. Do you want to know what you need to <laughs> use? I just I discovered this, I don't, and I don't know if you've flown with them before, but your AirPod Maxes. I know, but I can't sleep with them because I sleep on my side. I know, and I was thinking about, I, I understand. I just, 
Eric those put his things, on last night. <laughs> those things are insane in the membrane. When I flew to Philly a couple weeks ago, I wore them on the plane. So I good. slept on every, all four flights. That's how my, I couldn't even hear the hum of the airplane. What it is, was what crazy. They They're my AirPod Max blue headphones. And they have noise canceling. Yeah, I'll let best. you try them on when we get home. You should let me wear them tonight. You have to sleep like this. That's though. okay. Okay. You saw yeah. me when you checked on me the other morning. How was I sleeping? She was. I'm. I opened the door the other day because I was like, Jerry, how long do we let her sleep? And she was <laughs> like, I don't know, just let her sleep. I went in there. She looks like she's in a coffin, except for one foot's out of the, the covers. covers. Her eye mask her on and it's across her chest. And well, there no, she was all no, she, yeah, but she's got covers all the way up to her chin, and she's just, I mean, light, light, light snore. But she was snoozing. I was like, I'm just gonna leave her. Good. Listen, <laughs> if somebody leaves me to sleep, I I usually get woken up like at my, the beach. I usually get woken up because I'll end up being on the couch or whatever. And then my dad wakes up at the crack of dawn like Brandon. And he comes in there making breakfast, waking up my niece. And then she comes in there. She just stares at me. And I'm, I pretend like I'm asleep still because I want her to leave me alone. But she, she's real sweet about not waking me up. But she wants me to wake up. So she's like, any little move, if I make a move, she's like, Emily's awake. Emily's awake. And I'm like, oh, don't, don't move. Can't don't, clear your don't even Can't. breathe right now. Right. How old like, is she? She's five. Oh she's so cute. I love That's her. such a great age. But normally, you know, honestly, if it wasn't her for her coming over there and doing that i wouldn't want like it would be sad for to wake up anyway i'd be like oh yeah. i'm going back to bed <laughs> yeah no the, but those those things are great i just oh my gosh it I'm was wearing the wildest tonight. thing yeah but i'm like you i sleep on my side i start my night so whatever side my head's on the pillow because i wear the airplane ones that are connected i just pop that side out oh, okay and then if i go the other yeah, side you're right like it hurts when you lay on them I've had that problem so bad, and I'm like, oh, these hurt. I've woken up before and just been throbbing ear pain yeah. because it was pushed in so far. But it's like the the risk you have to take to get a good night's sleep, <laughs> I guess. I tried to use the earplugs that they used last summer when we were at the beach because Melanie and I were staying. So we stayed in the same condo just in a different unit this year and so the room that melanie and i were in had two twin beds because she doesn't want to share a bed even if it's a king size bed she would rather sleep in a twin than sleep in the same size bed with me i don't know when this happened to her we used to sleep in the same bed all the time when we traveled because well, so, you snore probably so does she oh so does she and so every time that we travel together and we stay in the same room regardless of you know what the bed situation is we will fight back and forth on different nights with who's the the more tired and snoring and whatever but i tried to sleep with those earplugs i can't they feel like they hurt something stuck in my ear hole i hate it yeah it's hurt it's painful but i haven't so i saw some on amazon that you put like a you do like a mold kind of like those things that you do in your teeth yeah i saw that and i'm like a little nervous i was like oh know how i feel about I've like trying stuff just in there about every earplug there is available um they just don't work that well I it's know. very difficult to get a good night's rest sometimes yeah when you're traveling yeah we really struggle that is one of our biggest struggles is we are so tired when we get home because we sleep in separate rooms well that's probably what you need to do is start working up to sleeping in the same room for a couple weeks before you leave so then you're just you're not totally throwing your routine off because it is (laughs) because even in hotel rooms 
we get separate queen beds and we're far enough apart. I that it's not make yeah. sure he's way over there in his bed and I'm so way your over earplugs here. are actually working a little better because he's further away, right? Right. So I'm okay in a hotel room. It's when we're in this, even if it's a king bed, if he doesn't go far enough over away from me, I can still hear him. Yep. Part of my problem is the earplugs. And the eye mask. Oh, I wear the eye mask too. <laughs> I do too. I, I wear just, mine almost every night. I do too. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, I just can't get used to the eye mask. So, oh, do you really? Have, oh my gosh! Is, I, is I've it got because a couple it, of, on your eyes, or is it like pressure or something? I have one that's adjustable. No, it's indentations and it's adjustable and everything. Like it accommodates for your lashes and your oh, eyes. Oh, see, I don't even oh, wear I one of those. One I of just those. wear a black silk one. I would just rather wear the earplugs and leave the eye mask. See, I'm more sensitive to the light than I am to the sound. Somebody said, I think it was Pete that was like, I said something about how I needed to put my eye mask on to go to sleep because, and he's like, well, doesn't that just like, shouldn't you just like close your eyes and it gets dark? There's and something I'm like, about no, the it doesn't. Of it on your eyes though that help. I it, feel like it helps me feel like warm or something. Like I feel I like I'm in a womb I, and I'm just like, times, oh, so nice. Absolutely. There are times where I'm trying to go to sleep at night and like I have blackout curtains, but there's still like a little bit of light that comes in at the top. And I did put them like six inches above the sill. But there's still a little bit of light that comes in. But I'm just so sensitive to the light that, like, I'll find myself not falling asleep. I can put that mask on and be out in 10. Oh, my gosh. I have a, like, my... Okay, so you know how, like, some outlet plugs have, like, a little dot on it to tell you... Or, like, a little... There's one in my bathroom. And it stares at me from my bathroom. Coming <laughs> in, and it's like, it, my room will be blacked out. And then it's just that one little green light. And I'm like, oh, my God. I totally God. agree. <laughs> I, put, I put little post-it notes over yeah, my that's a good idea. cable box because the, le- the lights, they're in blue. And it, like, illuminates my the entire room. My room is lit up. Crazy. So I found that if I take post-its and double them and stick it on the top, that it'll mute it. Oh, such a good idea. It really works. And I pull it off in the morning, set it on the side. And you can also use your remote. It'll go through oh, cool. the post-its. Nice. Yeah, so I put it on there even when I get in my bed to and watch, watch I don't TV. have a TV in my bedroom anymore. Uh, so that's good. Okay, I have one in there now, but I used to not have one in there. The only reason I, I moved it in there when I, when I get sick and I like lay in bed all day, I like to have the TV when I'm in there, but in like the background. I don't, I don't like to have TV when I'm in there because I feel like your bedroom is for sleep and other things. If you do those other things, I don't do those other things. <laughs> obviously, I have one. I have one person. Me and my dogs cuddle, but that's about it. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like the, I, like yeah. and sleep. It's I'm hard hard enough for me to get like a good night's sleep, even though I could sleep all day. I just don't get a good night's sleep. I don't think, but. For me to have the TV in there, I will just be like, oh, I'm going to watch the show all night. And it'll be like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's 2 in oh, the morning. Oh, see, I don't have that problem at all. I can't go to sleep with the TV on. And I'll get tired enough and turn it off. But I think my original theory when I moved into my two-bedroom was I'm going to be working from that other office. So if I want to, like, work and watch TV at the same time, then I have a TV in there to do that. Oh, okay, That's yeah. a good thought. That is good. That is really a good thought. I you never watched take a break. I very rarely on. watched. It, it was like you said, when I was sick and I would like need to be in the bed all day or whatever, then that was really the most that I utilized. I never watched TV in there nightly. Never. I don't either. Sometimes I turn it on in the morning, like to watch the news while I'm like getting ready and taking the dogs out. You have stuff. the news? 
Like YouTube TV. <laughs> yeah. As so I this is the one news of my big <laughs> travel things. We rented an Airbnb in Mobile where Sarah's sister lives. And of course, the whole streaming thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't you don't have you so have a cable we box. Our <laughs> cable people. So Boo. yes. <laughs> Basically nobody in the world has cable except for if you're sixty <laughs> or plus years. Yeah, old. and now even now that you have you're the only ones that have it, it costs like four hundred dollars a month. Oh yeah. It's ridiculous. And you rent an Airbnb <laughs> and you're fumbling through the streaming and you're you know, you gotta have your passwords if you do have any yeah. like Prime video or anything. One thing that I want to teach you about as far as this goes, and I, I understand, I'll let you finish, but I want to teach you how to create a note in your phone so you can keep your passwords there instead of in a notebook. You should also have it in a notebook somewhere just in case like something yes. happens and nobody can get into And I your travel phone. with my notebook that has my passwords. <laughs> how big is the notebook? Like a little one? <laughs> Okay, so you, we should delete that from this podcast so that nobody like mugs you, right? You know, like all they're gonna be able to get all your password and take your text. They're not money. gonna be able to do anything. You never know. I don't know. She probably got they, like her no. Her they pen send, for they have tax. someone do their taxes. Oh, okay. That's not yeah. They're not doing them on TurboTax. Oh, I did my TurboTax. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I did mine on the last day to do it, like five minutes before it was due it takes listen last year i paid extra money like 350 dollars or however much it was to have them the TurboTax people do my taxes because i bought a home and i was like yeah maybe I, I don't know what i'm supposed to do i've never bought a home before so i don't know what type of weird stuff i have to do oh my gosh you don't have to do anything extra really i'm sure you just have to have your paperwork you just, and you have fill to have in your the blanks put, yeah put paperwork work in fill in the blanks it took longer with the girl Any doing it from TurboTax. that you need will Right. He sent to you. Yeah. Emailed to you. So they sent it all to you. And, then and I just had to do it easy. Anything that's emailed to you that says you for tax purposes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we use an accountant, but also, you know, when there's a death in the family and there's, you know, other things going on, you especially want to have an accountant make sure that everything's in order. <gasps> yeah. See, I don't have a lot of like assets or like things like that. I don't have, you know, I just have like a job. And like I'm a job sure and a house or a car a business and we got like a business going, we would have to like yes. figure that out. This but, is like, a business. Well, but I mean, like, you know what I mean? Yes. So, um, you will want a professional. <laughs> yeah. But, to be involved. But like, it took me, it took me like less than an hour to do my own taxes with the people that paying to do it. It took like a week and a half. Like Ooh. I was like, seriously, yeah, I no. sent them all my stuff too. And it, I was, she was like, I need you to send me this and this. And I'm just like, why is this taking so long? Like, why, are, why do you suck? And I feel like it shouldn't have been why that way. Suck? There was like a four week <laughs> turnaround for our accountant. Yeah. We Which submit. is normal when somebody right. else, you're outsourcing exactly. it to someone else. So but you have to get everything together early <clears throat> because you know then by the time you're done, you go meet with them and have to electronically sign. No, I paid to ha I gave my stuff to my dad one time and I paid for his accountant to do it. And it cost me more than TurboTax has ever costed me. Right. And I will never do it any yeah, other I don't way know because why I don't have just, anything crazy going on. Yeah. It's like, and if you do, it, it asks you all the questions. Yes. Yeah. Hey, do you have this? Yeah, I do. And they're like, oh, this is exactly what you need to do. Yes. And it only costs like not that much. Yeah. Yeah, like a hundred dollars yes. or something. Yeah, yeah, 
I was like, mm, wasted my money last year. That was ridiculous, but. Yeah. At least you did it right this time. You know you're getting older when you need an accountant to do your well, taxes. <laughs> well, I think yeah. here's my beef with Investments stuff like that. And, right. When we were in you know high school and college, nobody taught us how to do this no. shit. And they want to talk about you know home ec classes and the things that you need to know. I don't need to know how to sew a damn pillow or make a fucking bag, drawstring bag. I need to learn how to do my taxes. Well, they thought we I were going to all be white. I need to and- learn how to invest money. I need to learn how to not accrue credit card debt. Like, those are the things that I I should have learned. So, I've been talking about this forever, about how they need to change that and put it in schools and stuff. Yeah. But they have, believe they're they looking are for a bill. To, yeah. I know they're trying to require some of the it. schools in our area are adding more financial planning. Yes. Almost for young people to help them understand budgets and things. But yeah. don't you think that younger people that are in school because of the technology... Maybe I don't think that that matters at all. No, I mean, you got to think about all these people that are influencers, right? What are these kids doing? Some of these kids are 22 year old influencers. Have they ever had a job with a W-2 that, you know, takes taxes out for them? Most of these things are like 1099 type situations with these, you know, companies that only maybe a six month contract. Are they those taxes aren't taken out for you. You have to pay taxes on all that income. And that is something that we are not taught when we are in high school. Nobody told me that they were even, I didn't know there were tax brackets until like seven or eight years ago. I was like, what? There's a different tax bracket. I thought we all just paid the same taxes. And it makes me feel dumb when I find these things out and I'm like 35 years old and I'm like, huh? Oh, well, and then trying to buy a house too. I had no idea. And my parents, my parents are the type of people like, I got mine. You get yours. Like I try to ask them questions and they'll just be like, oh, they'll teach. They'll tell you how to do that stuff. The realtor, the realtor, they act like, you know, you've done this before. And I'm like calling my mortgage lady and I'm like, well, I don't know. How about this? And like, I'm asking all these questions and I'm like, I'm so sorry that I'm asking you so many questions. But like, I've never done this before and nobody's told me how to do this. It's completely valid that, uh, yeah. I mean, I've never bought a house before when it comes that time. I'm I'll let you know the all the do. things that I was confused okay, about. Thank you. <laughs> I still don't know. Getting everything. your own attorney because you have to have your own attorney to represent right. you. My parents were um, very helpful in that respect that my mother was a banker for many, oh, many that's years. Nice. And so one of the things we did when we were growing up was we were taught how to write a check. We all had our own banking, bank accounts, savings accounts. We, our grandparents, you know, gave us savings bonds. In fact, my children have savings bonds from their great grandparents. That's what they purchased for them every year for Christmas was a savings bond. My mother was a banker. And, you know, savings bonds were a safe investment. And um, so Sarah still has savings bonds. I've got bonds. stock. Um, I've got like, they would give us stock for um, ExxonMobil stock yes. for Christmas and birthdays. And yes. I was like 10 and I was like, thanks. Doesn't but seem now like fun I'm like, at the now time, I'm like, but... I, I still I have to pay taxes on it now. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I have no idea how much stock I have because I like, they send me stuff in the mail, but it's all like different accounts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like real confused about all that. I need to call somebody. But anyway, my father was in the <laughs> insurance business. So we all knew about 
homeowners and life insurance and renters insurance like the first thing we did when we got out of college or when we were in college renting an apartment they were like did you get renters insurance and I'm like no and they're like yes you get renters insurance and you know how to bundle yeah your home and your vehicles and things like that my parents had earthquake insurance and our small in our small hometown. Oh, my God. I just canceled it after my mom's No passing. way. Grimtone yes. had it for that long? Yes. So OMG. there's a fault line that runs near, underneath, you know, in the core of the earth really? near our hometown. And my parents and a handful of people, they had an earthquake there so many, 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 many years ago. So an earthquake is not included in interest. See, that's crazy to me that you can have, like... <clears throat> something like a flood so flood flooding doesn't count and so now we, they've changed my place there's a creek back here and they it was not a flood zone when i bought this place and now it is apparently and so they're gonna i'm gonna have to start paying our hoa dues went up and because we have to pay for the outside and the inside so i'm going having to pay all this extra money for flood insurance but like but you that do should have to just qualify be included. for flood insurance so that's the other thing. Which means that we have to if be in a flood zone, right? Yes. If yeah. you're in a flood zone, at least you qualify for that. Other places get flooded that weren't in a flood zone. And, and you can't to get, get flood insurance? You do not qualify to buy flood insurance. Oh, I thought you could. No, not in every state. So I think that's based on whatever state you're in. That's crazy. Because we had a flood in our basement at one time, and I tried to buy flood insurance and not in a flood zone, so I don't qualify. No way. Well, so that may have been what happened. I went, when I worked at my last previous job, we went to, um, after Hurricane, was it Katrina in Houston? No. Harvey? Mm, I think, I don't know. Hurricane. I have a hat. I forgot which one they said. Whichever one that flooded Houston, basically. I thought that was Harvey for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it was Harvey. I don't know. One of those, um, it's usually a female that floods. So right. <laughs> right. Opal. Was it Iris? I don't know. Katrina. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was. Although um, Hurricane Andrew caused quite a bit of flooding in Homestead, Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Well, but usually people in Florida, like, I think that they qualify, but this place, their insurance, they had, you know, they had, they were not super rich or anything. They were like probably lower middle, upper middle class kind of thing. And he, the husband was like, I think he had like autism or something. Um, so he worked in a different, in an interesting like field, but the, their insurance, they, their house flooded like all the way to like, she had to get somebody, somebody came to rescue her on a boat Oh, and their house is in the middle of, there's no water anywhere to be found. Like, and we felt when we went out there to help them rebuild their house and like we had to pull down all the walls and put up new drywall can you imagine that feeling it's crazy that because they couldn't the insurance wouldn't pay for anything they didn't have a house to live in like because they they weren't in a flood zone no yeah it was an act of nature yeah so when you have an act of nature there are certain things that will not be covered that should be the insurance though like that's like i totally agree with that i think that that's wild like it's a natural disaster and nobody plans on that happening and even if you tried to plan on it happening you still can't pay for it that's where fema comes in that's where fema comes in that's the federal government comes in and 
gives people money. But only if you qualify. And yes. then you have to go through all the stuff to yes. get it. And it's like a whole thing. Yeah. I just remember them. It was so sad because, you know, you don't think, you think about like a lot of times people that are like not as well off, they're, they're poor. They don't, a lot of times don't have insurance at all. Right. And you would think about like helping them, but you don't really, I mean, I didn't, I was like, well, these people have like, it seems like they would be able to fix this house. But like, right. honestly, if it happened to me, this, I'd be in the same boat. I'd be like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And you well, still I have mean, to a, pay your mortgage. A flood right. like that yeah. ruins everything. Yeah. Yes. Like everything. everything. Yeah. It, I mean, you had to take the, they had to, I mean, it was bad. I mean, they probably even had to get rid of furniture, clothes, everything. Oh, yeah. 100%, like, yeah. I mean, you're starting from ground zero mm-hmm. when you still, like she just said, to have a mortgage to pay. Yep. And then you got to, you know, rebuy everything. I think she said okay. she was in the, in like the um, attic or something. I can't remember where she said she was. And, she was like pull. She was. I think she said she was like taking stuff, like pictures and stuff, up to the highest, like into the attic, just in case, because she didn't know how high it was going to go. I mean, it, you could see when you went in there where the the water, water level line. stopped. It was oh crazy because and it sat there. The water sat where in there did and they got live? molded and um in right outside of Houston. Oh, okay, okay. Is it Galveston? Somewhere near there on the water. Well, no, Galveston no, no, Galveston. It wasn't water. Galveston. It was um, somewhere outside of Galveston. They're all on the water. Somewhere right outside of Houston. But um, yeah, we have a little memory box that we keep. Oh, you do. What do you keep in your memory box? So um, we were gifted this glass memory box when we got married. Uh huh. You and Mitch, Paul Mitchell, and myself, Mitch. Yes. And no, his name is not Mitch Mitchell, so relax. Yes, it is Paul David Mitchell, but he's always... Just give his full name and a social, why don't you? Didn't he say that (laughs) he's like named after a butcher or something, too? Oh, their local butcher. (laughs) The local butcher. We were talking about that the other day. I forgot who I was talking about. I was like, Paul Mitchell and some kind of butcher. And I was like, that's so funny. But everybody asks him, like the hair guy? (laughs) No, so when he introduces himself as Paul Mitchell, he says, not the hair guy. Not the hair guy. (laughs) And so now when he participates in like... March Madness and yes. like the football bowl pools of my dad and whenever like my dad will like recap the week or whatever so it'll be like you know the top three and then like the biggest movers and shakers or whatever and he'll always call Mitch you know Paul Mitchell not you know Paul not, not the hair guy Mitchell yeah yes. I was gonna look him up because I, I was like I remember what Paul Mitchell looks like but I can't remember exactly and so I look I John just Paul him. Mitchell was his name actually the hair oh, it was the, the yeah, Paul Mitchell is. hair guy. Yeah. Well, he does not look anything like your no. husband. You're Paul Mitchell. So um, <laughs> I, was, I was like, maybe they look alike. No. But we <laughs> have a memory <laughs> box and it's glass. And every year around our anniversary or sometimes before, like we'll our beach trip. Now that we take our annual beach trips, we'll keep a memory from our beach trip or somewhere. And What's going in there this time? Well, we haven't decided, but I don't know. Birdie's an option. <laughs> Birdie, we have my Birdie cocktail napkin. Birdie's napkin is an option. <laughs> right. It has, it's like a little white cocktail napkin. Right. It has a picture of my cat on it, and it says, Birdie, a gentleman and a scholar. And he has a little bow tie collar on. <laughs> so Birdie's an option, but we, you know, we have concert tickets, yeah. you know, different things like that. We have napkins, matches back in the day. We would always grab a pack of matches from we a We all have to put Birdie or- and something in from the Poconos. 
Yes, we're going to the Poconos on the way home. Which I always time. thought the Poconos... Do you know where, where the Poconos are? No. I always thought the Poconos were like... An island? Yeah. <laughs> like tropical. <laughs> it's like the mountains of like, what, New Pennsylvania. York? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania on the I border of like New Jersey and New York City <laughs> so you, and Pennsylvania. Yeah, no. So you know how they say Virginia Beach is for lovers? The Pocono Mountains is like for lovers in northern New York. Oh. In northern Pennsylvania. Yeah. So it's not far from our hometown. It's probably only about five hours away. But for some reason, we've never been there. And they've um, developed it even further. Like they have an actual NASCAR racetrack up there where they have a oh, Poconos cool. race every year. Uh, you know, Can I we talk about an island too? Oh, or like yeah. some I, the Poconos Islands. I want to talk about <laughs> something else though. Okay. You just said five hours from home. It's not that far. How far is Birmingham from Canton, New York? Approximately 20 hours. Lord 18 to 20 mercy. hours. And this lady will not get on an aeroplane. When's the, what <laughs> an years? Aeroplane. What is the last Somehow year? I this subject. <laughs> 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 no, everybody in the I universe. Need, I need know. you to I need you to tell everybody the the year that you last flew on an airplane. Probably 1990. Okay. And where did you go? Uh, to Dallas. So what were you, two years Birmingham. old, Sarah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And Jerry was... A baby. A wee baby. Mm-hmm. A wee one. A wee yeah. One. Yes. How sad is that? So why? Why? What's the <laughs> justification for no aer- aeroplanes? Um, I just had a bad really bad flight like when Sarah was a baby and we Sarah was uh, a baby she wasn't even 12 months old we drove to Sumter South Carolina my brother and his wife lived there my brother was in the Air Force and they had a three-year-old daughter I believe and she was expecting another baby from our hometown. And so we f- drove there and flew together to northern New York State to have a baby shower for her. And um, it was really, really cold. And it was during the winter months. In fact, Sarah, you were quite young because your dad had injured his knee. And you and I... Uh, I think he was in a leg cast or something when we left. But so you were only two or three months old, I think, at the time. Anyway, on the way back from, we flew, I think, from Syracuse, New York to wherever, Columbus, South Carolina, I think. And we hit turbulence and everything like went flying. And she was basically in my arms and... The drinks went flying, and we had an emergency light come on, and everything. Did the was, masks come out of the ceiling? Yes, everything no. happened on that flight. Yeah, I probably wouldn't go on an airplane. And <laughs> I was a new young mom, and it yeah. scared me to death. Even though she was with me, it <laughs> scared me to death. And it made my brain rethink the whole flying thing and with or without your children or whatever. And the interesting thing is my brother works for American Airlines and has for almost 40 years. And we could fly, stand by on his tickets, do anything. 
He's been in aviation when it was in the Air Force at the age of 18. He's now almost 65. He Aviation has been a part of his life the whole time, and he always would tell me it's safer than driving in a car. Safer it than is. Driving I was going to say, you do realize it's yes. way safer. So, Especially that 20 hours, you're only going to go on a couple-hour flight. The risk is so much higher in the car. But it scared me to my core. So I think I flew maybe a couple of times after that. So one time was when Sarah was young. And, of course, we were flying standby tickets from Birmingham to Dallas. It was a no-brainer. Up and down, really. And it was fine. But then there was something, I don't know, there was just still something that was just very... It was off. Yeah, not right. Yes. I mean, I have flown from... New York to LAX and different places, but for some reason, that reset. Well, they say go with your gut instinct for some things because that means there's a sometimes it means it's a problem. Well, there's also anxiety medicine and cocktails that can get you through, and I. Both Jerry and I keep threatening her that we're going to get married, you know, somewhere. She's not going to be able to make it. (laughs) No, we're going to make her get on a plane. She's not going to miss a a wedding. If she does, that will really, really hurt my feelings. Where are you going to get married at? Not here. Not in Alabama, but like... Like in yeah. Spain or something? doing like a destination no. or something, oh. sort of. Something thing. easy. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't give a shit. I don't want to be no. the center of attention. I don't even really want to get married in front well, of anybody. I the just good thing go is I have party. a good doctor that <laughs> <He's saved. laughs> lay on the beach. Yeah. Would probably prescribe me anything to go to my daughter's wedding. So, <laughs> so guys, in the next couple of years, let's hope that Donnie gets on an airplane. Pray for me. <laughs> and everybody on the flight because like you say <laughs> well, you well make sure you sit or something like you know what? you could take a train like to the caribbean oh no not well you let me take oh my god i said something drive, about take it all the way through I said, it's gonna be I a said, long boat trip to europe i said something in italy that's i said, said. something no that was jerry oh. i said something about mexico and she was like we can cross the border in mexico yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been there before in a car. Oh well, my actually, God. I walked. You walked across the border. Walked across the border. Where? Where in like San Diego or something? Yeah, we went okay. to um, right across Cabo. No. She was. She was. She, she's a. Uh, what do they call I, them? I'm a sorry. refugee. I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> right across from San Diego. I know was, what you're talking about. Tijuana. Yeah, Tijuana. Tijuana. Thank you. Okay. Yes. I still have. I knew it wasn't Juarez. I still have blankets. Me too. That, that you purchased. got on the way back. Yes. In the, in the line. I yes. have this like big, so, huge like leopard print one that's like, we've had it for a hundred years. It smells like Tijuana probably. Yes. <laughs> I went to nursing school with a friend who ended up living in San Diego <laughs> and I flew to LAX. My brother lived um, in Riverside at the time and a friend of mine and I flew from Albany, New York. That was my first cross-country flight. And um, we had a great time. And we rented a car and drove to San Diego to see our friend who worked with us in um, Albany, New York at the hospital. And she married a guy that was in the Navy on a nuclear sub. And oh, yeah. they landed That's in San they're... Diego. And she's like, if you're coming to see your brother, you better come see me. So nice. we did, and and we got a ride to the border and walked across to Tijuana. Spent the whole day, had a blast. Where did you did you eat some good food? Oh yes, when we went. We food, found vendors, some like random yes. like it, we literally drove down a 
road, like a dirt road, I think. It seems that way. It might have been paved. But like cactuses, cacti <laughs> all over the place. But nothing in sight for miles except for this one little Mexican restaurant building. <laughs> and it was like something in a weird movie. And we went to it and it was so Who good. was this? The shrimp were like this big like as big as my head who is this me with? and my family my parents i was like when 12 y'all... oh okay. We went, okay eric i wasn't 12 i don't know how old i was but eric was in or he was in the marines and so he was stationed in san diego your brother was i didn't know that my dad was a marine oh cool yeah i did not know Hurrah, that. or whatever yeah eric yeah. was in the marines no cool. yeah wow did he yeah. go overseas he did not luckily he didn't have wow. to but he was in boot camp <clears throat> During September 11th, when that oh, happened, like damn. he was, and he was 17. So his birthday, was he in Camp his 18th, yes, his 18th birthday was September 13th, <gasps> 2001. And we were all like, he just gone, he was in boot camp, you know, being trained. And he did, they didn't have TV or anything. They, we, they had to get letters of people telling him what was happening. And we were like, oh my God, he's going to go, he's going to go to war like immediately. We, but he didn't have to. So. Okay, so we want some stories about uh, about oh, Sarah God. when she was little, like funny stories. You got anything good? Funny stories about Sarah. You're not going to hurt my feelings at all. This is fair game. I was going to text you guys before and say, hey, y'all need them. to think about what you can't talk about. <laughs> I don't so, care at this I point. Can I hurt your feelings? Yeah, go ahead. So um, the Cahaba Valley Church of Christ on, is it Cahaba Valley Road or? No, Caldwell Mill. Caldwell Mill Road, yes. Do you remember this story? No. With the cradle and the baby doll? Nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I worked part-time Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I believe, at a hospital. Um, and Sarah uh, started they had this mo- Mother's Day out. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I have. Before? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they had a Mother's Day out, and I believe the hours were 9 to 1. And so Tuesdays and Thursdays, I believe, on my days off, was they started this Mother's Day out. And, of course, you know, the guilt that you work three days a week, your kids are with the sitter, and then the two days that you're not working, all of a sudden you put your child in Mother's Day out. Right, because you have to have time to do things. Well, right, <laughs> and my friends were like, Dawn, you know, give yourself a couple days, you know yeah. what I mean? So anyway, she started going to Mother's Day <laughs> one day. I went to pick Sarah. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm like, what did she do? And y'all are not moms, but one day if you become a mom and you go through the pickup circle and they say, can you pull around and park oh. and come in and get Sarah today? And I'm like, yes, sure. You know, whatever. I had no idea. I go She's with. like, what did this bitch do now? <laughs> <laughs> and let's just be clear. Anybody that knows Sarah knows that she's an overachiever in all aspects of her life, right? So, you know, potty trained at 18 months because we're having another baby and it was not a problem for her sleeping in a big girl bed at about 20 months. You know what I mean? Like everything, she just overachiever. So I go in and they said, we need to have a talk. And Sarah's sitting there and I'm looking at her and she's kind of like... Like, <laughs> no like, eye contact. Like oh she's no. looking at the ceiling and around, and I'm trying to figure out how old she is. Maybe three, four, something, maybe. <laughs> and I said, "What happened?" Well, 
she and a friend were playing with a baby doll. And Sarah wanted the baby doll to put in this cradle. And the other girl wanted the baby doll to play with herself. And apparently, when she didn't get the baby doll, Sarah picked up the cradle and hit the other girl in the head oh. with the cradle. Sarah! <laughs> it was her nap time. She needed to take a nap. Right. And it was her friend, too. Her little friend. Am I still friends with this person? I don't even remember the girl's oh, name, okay. but we went to church with her parents, too, yeah. which is always that is great. Hilarious. You know, when you take your child to Mother's Day out, and most of the kids that are, you know, participating in Mother's Day out and the parents are go to church together. So, of course, you know, then you go to church on Sunday. Hey. And everybody's like, not a lot the bump on the head? <laughs> <laughs> so of course you know we had to do the whole apology thing and sarah's like no. oh my gosh you just made the sarah face she just was like no <laughs> she ain't doing that so we were like there for quite a while convincing <laughs> i think the greatest story of all though is the disney story oh god bless america <laughs> what's the just, disney story oh my gosh so I kind of had put that out of my mind, but yeah. So we took the girls, Sarah's dad and I took the girls to Disney World because I love Disney World. Believe it or not, it's like one of my favorite places to go. Are you serious? Would you be one of those like Disney honeymooners? Totally. Ew. If I could get Mitch to go. Like, I think it's cool, but it's very expensive and like you have to go on rides. Yes, exactly. Fun rides. No. You don't go on roller coasters, Mom. Oh, I go on all kinds of rides at Disney World. I what love do you go Disney on like World. A, oh, it's a small When's world? When's the last yes. time you've been oh, at Disney on. World? <laughs> Speaking of it's a small world, it's a creepy. this is really <laughs> creepy that you just said this. Oh, yeah. So, oh, is this your story? Yes. This, oh, this is so... This is kismet. So... <laughs> So, Jerry Marie was four, Sarah, four and a half, six and a half, whatever. And, of course, their dad was like, I don't think they're old enough. Yes, perfect age. Let's go. (laughs) Anyway, we're having a great time. We go to It's a Small World After All, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not sure if I know exactly all of it. But, you know, by the time you do get off that particular ride, which I don't believe they have anymore. What, they don't have it anymore? I do not believe they have It's a Small World anymore because I was reading something and I don't think that's one of... Oh my gosh, well good, because that thing is creepy. I thought I was somebody was going to come out like The Shining and like murder me. So you know know. you can drop coins in the water, you're on the boat, I don't know if you've ever been. And I don't know exactly the turn of events, but somehow... This child ended up with a coin in her hand. (laughs) I was going to be a softball star. What can I say? Right. So she used her overachieving, (laughs) muscle-throwing softball arm. Six-and-a-half-year-old arm. (laughs) To throw a coin, which lands in a man's eye that's wearing eyeglasses, and they immediately crack and break. (gasps) Oh, yes. Obviously unintentional. Did they know it was you? Oh, yeah. Were you all just like covering your they faces were behind like, not us me. In the boats, in behind us. So we immediately get off the ride and this man's furious, no less. He's furious. And 
Sarah's dad in theory. <laughs> well, because he was fussing at me. Yes. The guy, the man was. Oh, the man was? Yeah. Well, I mean, you were the one that did it. <laughs> yeah, but I was also six and a half years old. It wasn't like I'm a grown teenager and can take care of myself. Like, I didn't mean to do it. I don't know. Six-year-olds are, I mean, if some little six-year-old did that to me, I would probably yell at him too. So anyway, we get off the ride, <laughs> yeah, when their and parents are right there. Oh, that the man immediately just beelines it for us, right? And I mean, we were mortified, absolutely mortified. And I mean, we offered our names, like we will pay for your glasses. Here's our phone number, the whole nine yards. Her dad has the. <laughs> The grip of death on her arm. Oh, my God. Like, you will apologize. Like, (laughs) another apology moment for Sarah. But the the good news is, though, is that I'm really good at apologizing now. Are you? Yes! So what did you say to him? Do you remember? Hell no. Do you remember throwing it? Nope. That is hilarious, Sarah. I feel like I'm learning so much about you when you were a younger little baby girl. I was the worst. I was bad kid. What? what how, why? That is the truth. That is a moment right there. I wasn't. I didn't listen. <laughs> and ownership. Even, even throughout high school, my theory was, and I even said this to her face when I was in high school, I play sports and I get good grades. You can't tell me what to do. That, that was my quote, that was my unquote. <laughs> that was my theory on life. I got good grades in school and I played sports. I played but three you know sports what? a like, year. So I mean, can I tell I you another Sarah I agree. story? <laughs> can I tell you another? Yeah. Oh no no no! That doesn't mean you get to break the rules. I and, get I get that, <laughs> but, yeah. but like sometimes it's like okay, the character rules still apply. That's true. The character right from rules, wrong. but like you know, if you're going yes. out like doing. Fun thing. I don't know. You can go. I get that. If you're doing. Oh, they did fun things. Believe me. There was lots of fun in her life. There was no shortage of fun for Crazy Train. Um, no, there wasn't. Was like the and it's opposite also of you. the um, invention <laughs> of drawing the lines on the liquor bottles. And then also learning how to drink watered down vodka. Yes. So let me tell you a story. Oh, about- listen. I used to water down the vodka too. And I know my mom knew. I just lost my story too. What was I going to tell her the story about? I can't remember. Now I've lost the story. Oh, I don't know. High school. Oh, oh, no. We removed the door from her bedroom oh right God. off the hinges. Mm-hmm. More than point. once. Because we have a slam the door problem. You know what I mean? So- well, also, they were those doors that were like bullshit doors. They weren't even like hard doors like they were thin just oh there's ones that you can punch a hole in yes a hundred percent they were not even a real wood door but then also we didn't have central air so when it was warm outside if the windows were open you i mean two fingers close that hoe and it's gonna slam like i mean you threw it again oh yeah when the the windows are open yeah my mom gets story and you're sticking to it yes it is i get it i used to get (laughs) it if i accidentally did something like growing up my parents i got in trouble like i did it on purpose so like you can't accidentally do anything wrong because no, I did all that shit. Like I, you did it on I did purpose. all that shit on purpose. The overachieving <laughs> softball arm knew how to slam that door just perfectly. <laughs> anyway, was, she's trying so, to get her point across. I will tell you, her stepdad, my husband, Mr. Mitch, um, <laughs> Mr. is a very Mitchell. kind, chill individual. 
But that was one of the times where he said, enough is enough. And when Mitch said, enough is enough, you listen, and honey, that door came right off the hinges. So about three weeks later, you know, Mitch says, are you ready for your door? Nope, I, I don't want a door anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. not having a door. But the remnants of not having a door, I still have the manufactured door on the linen closet with the dent from the big clog heel that you threw at it. I don't remember that. Has never been replaced. Sarah, you I don't remember that. Those are memories. So Listen, every time. I, I know this. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not denying this. it. I love Listen, it. Listen, if I my curfew was midnight, I think. From like maybe like sophomore, junior, senior year. And then it was like 1230 after I was done with high school or whatever. If I came home at 1159, passed out, not paying attention to me, probably not asleep, but like I thought she was asleep, whatever. If it was 1215, this bitch was in the driveway. Wait, let me smell your breath. (laughs) (laughs) What happens if it smelled like alcohol? Nothing. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Let's ask our next door neighbor who is a retired trooper. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, my God. Did I ever yes. tell you all about the t- So my dad would you wake up. You asked for this. You said <laughs> you're not going to hurt my feelings. It doesn't hurt my feelings because that was like a way one-off situation. Sarah was 15 years old trying to leave in a car with five boys. Oh, I think you told me this story. Haven't you told me this? Maybe? And I said, you may not leave this house. We called the neighbor who was a trooper, state trooper in New York State. And he came over to kind of let her know what the consequences would be. Was this like be. that thing, like that TV show where they take little kids that are being bad to the prison and show them like, this is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> juvenile detention for her um she did not get in the car and she did come in the house but we suffered the con- that's probably around the time she had the door taken off another time it got better it after did get that. better well what about the time i went in my jammies to go get you where on a Sunday night when you were saying you were staying at your friend's grandmother's and you were at a party and we went to the friend's grandmother's and she Who's said, friend's oh, grandmother? She- Elise? No, that is not what happened. That's a, that was in the falls. That, no, that is not what happened, actually. That was the very first time. I can tell you the story. That was not what happened, actually. She threatened to come get me. I she did not come get me. It was the very first night I ever drank alcohol. I had three and a half regular Smirnoff and I was so hungover the next day. It was during the summer and I usually yes, this is well, this is a story this is a anyways. Story. Okay. I came home and during the <clears throat> summer I used to sleep in the basement because we don't have central air and it's cool down there. And I got home that morning and Jerry was sleeping on the futon. And I was like, girl, move over. I am hung over. And so she moves <laughs> over and lets me get in the bed. And then Dawn decides that she's going to make taco salad for dinner. And I was like, oh, my God. How am I going to eat this taco salad for dinner after I've been hung over all day? Listen, it's that, like, that sounds good to me. 
Well, at the time, it didn't. It looked like puke on a plate. And I was like, I can't do this. This is terrible. I ate as much as I possibly could. And I went. And even when we were sitting at that dinner, she goes, you hung over? I was like, no, I am not. I'm good. (laughs) Did everything I could. And then Jerry, the little snitch that she was, got in trouble like three months later and then told on me. And then I got grounded. Like way after the fact. <laughs> but we did have a Sunday night. I don't remember this. It was um was like this during Veterans the summer day or something the next Monday and you got school was out. Yeah. On Monday. But I still had to work because it's not a federal holiday right. really for non federal employees. And you were going to a friend's to spend the night. And we always ask for the phone Is this numbers. the same person that was staying, I, that was with me at Corey's? Yes. Okay. So one of the things that we did, kind of when the cell phones were kind of coming around where kids were, parents were buying them cell phones or whatever, I always asked for the landline number. Yeah. So they thought they would be funny and only give me cell phone numbers because then you don't know where they are. And so she gave me a cell phone number. Well, I ended up finding the landline number and called. Because it was probably in the phone book. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Remember those? The phone <laughs> book. <laughs> so you can't think jammies, of it all when you're a kid, okay? You can't think glasses, of it all. glasses, no makeup, jammies. Mitch and I got in the car and we went to where she was supposed to be. And we were told, oh, no, they're not here right now. They're at so-and-so's. I don't even know where I was. You were at Corey's. Oh, uh, again. Fuller, okay. Was it Fuller Road or yeah. something? And Fowler. We, Fowler, yeah. whatever. And we showed up and said, get in the car. You're going home. And here I am in my full glory of pajamas. And no she's makeup. probably like putting her head. She's like, Mom, <laughs> why are you here in your pajamas? <laughs> That's not my mom. And I used to tell them. She's kidnapping me. She's kidnapping me. (laughs) And I used to tell both of them when they were growing up. When you become a mom, that is your full-time job. Yeah. No matter what you do, whether you work two (laughs) other full-time jobs, your full-time job is to make sure your children are safe. Mm-hmm. Except for when they become of age and you don't want to pick them up from the bar and you make them walk home. <laughs> After the years and years of, if you need a ride, call me anytime. Then you're 21 and you call for a ride home and it's, nah, girl, you can walk. One time. One time. I was so I'll tired. I'll never forget it. One time I was so tired. Was that really- is actually not true. There were two times. <laughs> the time that I got rug burn on my face when I was at joey trim's house in in colton and zach lawrence picked me up that night right okay Okay. well hold on what where did you how did you get rug burn on your face we were having an 80s party and i had on these dumb stupid wedges and like this just stupid outfit and we were at this guy's house he like lived in a double wide or whatever and it was where you know when like carpet and like linoleum will meet and they'll put those like gold yes. metal stripes. Strips. Yes. Listen, yeah. I decided Threshold that night strips. Yeah. I decided it was a really good idea that night to play beer pong with straight Jaeger. And so I had done that oh and I God. tripped over this metal stripping and I didn't even put my hands out to catch myself. The rug caught my face. Yes. 
<laughs> oh my gosh and okay. then after that i was so upset because it happened i called everybody in my phone <laughs> looking for a ride home until i got all the way down to z who was my fourth grade boyfriend zach lawrence and he took me home but can we talk <laughs> zach lawrence i think we do need to give me kudos for all the times i did come pick your friends up early in the morning because their parents would have had a stroke. Yeah. Had they had to call their parents, Sarah Wright always would come in and say, Mom, I need your help. I need you to go pick somebody up. And I would, I've never to this day ever told one of the parents ever when I picked their child up because I just picked them up, took them home, made sure they were safe. Yeah. And that, I think yeah, it's good. there's it's only a sure that somebody's safe is, yeah. is all that think, really matters. And, yeah. and I will say this much like, would I move back to Canton now? No, probably not. But I have absolutely no regret about growing up there because it was such like a safe community as far as like families taking care of one another's kids go like I there's absolutely no way that I could have pulled any of the bullshit that I pulled and I wasn't always bad I will say this like I mean I worked <laughs> her mom is shaking her no, head yes she wasn't <laughs> oh, no, she wasn't. oh she wasn't I was oh you're agreeing with her I thought bad. you were saying no, oh no, no. yes yeah, she was. <laughs> worked like we we had kind of a, an understanding that in order to learn responsibility, and I think that is one of the things, her work ethic and yeah. her understanding of responsibility, I said, I want you to get your license. And, you know, like I worked with her dad and her dad got her a car and then we got insurance. But I wanted them to also work and earn their own money and have their own accounts and pay for part of their insurance. That was all part of the deal, like learning responsibility, because I think the most dangerous thing that a parent can do is send your child off to college and pretend like there aren't dangers out there right. and there aren't responsibilities out there. Mm -hmm. And that was my biggest thing that my parents taught me is when you leave our home, we want you to have all the tools that you need to be safe and make good choices and be responsible, but also own those mistakes because they help you grow. Well, right. yeah, and it wasn't like she kept me on lockdown either because, like, there were times, like, I had my license and I, you know, even had a car and stuff like that, but, like, when, like, even my junior and senior year of high school, like, I played my sports. I also worked at Josie's, the pizza place on the weekend. Still the greatest pizza ever. If you ever visit Canton, New York, go to Josie's. It's literally the greatest pizza you'll ever have. 100% true. making me hungry. Oh, my gosh. It's the greatest. Um, but, <laughs> like, she, if I had a sporting event on a Friday night, like, she was always at my games. There was, I mean, very rarely. I don't even know if there was ever a game that she missed. But I would, you know, get done with that, come home, take a shower, get ready, whatever. And she would, like, drop me off because... There were kids, uh, we lived in an area that was so small that these communities were all super close together, even if we didn't go to high school together, but we also had two colleges in the town of Canton. So there were a lot of kids that were older than me that were already in college and had like local apartments. And like she went to high school with their parents and I just so happened to like make friends with them. And so she would like drop me off at somebody's apartment like on a Friday night and like that's where I was staying or I would get a ride home and like I wasn't drinking and driving and stuff like that. So, I mean, it was 
the the greatest experience growing up because I wasn't sheltered, but I also wasn't like a complete psychopath. And we also know all the local police officers and the chief well, of police. Good, just in case. That it came in handy a couple times. Oh Lord! It did. Because they knew us, and they said, "Go home, yeah. get out of this environment, and go home." Or they would call us and say. <laughs> Hey, your kid's out here. Yes, they <laughs> would. Your, your kid's out because here acting foolish. They knew foolish. she wasn't a bad kid. They right. knew she was just with a group of friends, and maybe the environment became a little more dangerous, you know, than she needed to be in. Um, her stepdad was the editor of the local paper. He knew everybody in the community, and he was well-respected. Which wasn't a ticket to get off scot-free no, either. No, it wasn't. But it was a respectful thing. It was a thing where they said, hey, your 100%. stepdaughter if, is... If I had been right. drinking and driving it. and gotten caught, right. it Mitch wouldn't have had a choice but to write it up in the paper. Right. So as Jerry Marie, wouldn't her sister suck? would say, <laughs> "Yeah." one day we were driving down the road and Mitch didn't have a seatbelt on and Jerry Marie is very young and she says, Mitch, you better put your seatbelt on or you'll have to write about yourself in your own paper. <laughs> that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That's so funny. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what else did you do that was bad? Some bad. Let's I talk like about some of the good things. Okay. Let's I don't, but I didn't, the, I mean, those were among yeah. the worst things, I guess. I Like, I wasn't that bad. I mean, I think I say I'm bad. and Well, not bad. I'm trying to say, I'm just trying to get the funny stories. The fun stuff. You know, the yeah. funny stories the fun where you, like, stuff. did something Well, goofy. I remember, like, going to, oh. on AAU basketball trips with her and all her friends. Oh like, God. there's an example. Small town group of girls playing AAU basketball, travel basketball team together. The parents would all get together and decide, are you going to the tournament or whatever? We always went to the tournaments and we transported lots of her well, friends. Well, and you and- went to high school with the two other moms of the girls right. that like, I was close with and those girls were in high school together. I wasn't with them. One was older than me and one was the same age. But it was hysterical. I mean, we would go to these tournaments in like Vermont and Rochester and... I don't even know, Plattsburgh and yeah. wherever else. And, like, this was back when, like, going to the mall was, like, a thing. So, like, in between games of the tournament, we would <laughs> just go to the – We'd yeah. go to the mall and, like, sit in the food court and just, like, go to everybody – Go and afterthoughts yeah. and yes, get, like, friendship bracelets. and everybody got whatever, like, food that <laughs> yep. they wanted to get. And then we'd go, like, sit outside the mall until it was, like, ready to leave or whatever. And these hookers – I don't know if they the were parents? drinking. Yes, oh. the moms. I don't know if they were drinking or not. We would drink like, when we got back to the hotel. <laughs> we would not drink before all the games no, no, no. were done. No, but they were and... still just wicked funny together regardless. Yeah. And they would be like, because there were other people on our team that were more talented than we were, but we all had so much fun and we were good. Like, we weren't bad. I mean, you had to qualify to be on this travel basketball team. And they would be like, we'll give you a dollar every time you shoot the basketball. Because we, <laughs> we all used to pass to these other people and just, like, get a million assists in a game. But we would never shoot. And so they'd be like, every time you girls shoot, we're going to give you a dollar. <laughs> and so we'd go into the next game and be like, all right, we're going to do this. And then we'd make, like, $3. <laughs> but they'd want to go to the mall to Claire's to go shop because you right. could buy how many earrings for a dollar oh Claire's. God. If anybody's out there. I remember Claire's <laughs> but we just we would have so much fun and it was such like you know we'd have music fun, on in the car and we'd be singing and those were good times that sounds you know like what I mean fun. I remember we would go on these choir trips and I was in high school and they would it was the choir was huge and we would go take huge charter buses multiples of them and drive up to like New York or wherever and 
go sing and go on whatever, go see, you know, tourism and stuff like that. Well, I can't remember where we were. I think they did it every time, but when we would stay in the hotels, probably the first time they did it, I think we were in Chicago and they would tape us into the door, into the hotel room so that if you open the door... To leave after a certain, after your curfew, they would know because you can't uh, you can't retape it. That's from what the they outside. did during the pandemic yeah. in the hotel. <laughs> did they like tape yes, it? Yes, when we traveled during the pandemic, when we were able to finally travel, we would go to the hotel and it would be sealed with tape. Really? Yes, that would mean that room was sanitized. So wow. this is hilarious. Yeah, they used to tape us in, and so if and if you. Your entire room, it wouldn't matter if it was just one person. Your, everybody in your entire room would be sent home. And your parents would have to probably pay for the ticket. It was a whole rule thing wow. that they had to sign. So, like, you had That's to make sure all the dangerous. other three people in your room were yeah. not, like, going to escape. Oh, my God. But That's they, crazy. I mean, it's, when you've got, like, you know, 200 kids, or I don't know how many we have, probably 100 or so. And kids, not enough chaperones right. to keep up with well, them. Well, one year, this was when I was in college, or it might have been recently, maybe, like, seven or eight years ago, they had the parents apparently got in trouble. They were on like the news and stuff because the parents were caught drinking and they weren't supposed to like, but everybody was in the hotel room and they were chaperones. They went down to the hotel lobby. On my senior trip, our chaperones got hammered. Which I don't understand. Like if so every, they're all, all the kids are locked in their <laughs> I rooms. I mean, they were. So well, they we, drink, the only you know? reason why we got drunk though, was because one of our friends came from his cousin's, college graduation or who was that initials ap oh yes and came from a cousin's either military graduation or college graduation so that cousin was old enough and his bag didn't get checked like everybody else's because they met us we went to virginia beach for our senior trip so he met us there. They got checked at the school when they boarded their buses. Yes. And his didn't because he met us he there. He met them there. Oh. But also, he was like really smart and a goody-goody. And so they're like, he's not going to bring anything. Let's not check his bag. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> yes. We got drunk. <laughs> wait, so were your teacher wait this is your senior trip and yes you, but there were less there were 89 of us who graduated oh. so there yeah i mean we're we're 18 i guess you were in the 18. yeah so yeah. but we only had like four or five chaperones because our class wasn't very big we graduated with like 86 or 89 people and not every one of those went on Qualified. the trip we had like two different trip senior trips that happened at our place there might have been more people that but two big ones and it was like the people that like to party and the people the goody goodies is what we call them the people and the people with like the goody goodies they all kind of went on a cruise and like the teachers went like as chaperones and stuff and they had other parents and stuff our crew our thing was like an all-inclusive cancun resort with all the drunk parents Like I'm pretty sure we that were on a bus. Like my style. We were on a bus somewhere, and the guys were like getting naked. <laughs> like it was crazy. <laughs> that awesome. would not have happened with the Wait, with the teachers. Eighteen no, year old boys. 
18 year old boys love to take their clothes right off. oh no. my god yeah no that that was and i'm gonna talk about him real quick and hopefully he doesn't get mad at me for saying this but i'm pretty sure that dave parker found dp he i'm pretty sure he found this french girl who was on vacation there and had a good makeout yes <laughs> i i kid you not i'm pretty sure that ap had to do the translating for him as well yeah Oh, that's funny. This is funny, though, thinking back, though. I mean, we did have a lot of really fun times. Like, the community we live in is, you know, some people would say, who would live there? It's literally within miles of the Canadian border. The winters are... Freezing. Well, they (laughs) are cold and sometimes harsh. But I can tell you, the people that live up there... Um, they snowshoe and they ski and they snowmobile <coughs> and they ice fish and they play hockey and they skate. And- it's definitely a very active community. I think without like spending a significant amount of time there, it's hard to understand why somebody would live there. Correct. Well, I think that's what people think about Alabama too. Like just oh, all of Alabama. They're like, why would anybody want to move there? And then they come here and they're like, oh, this is actually well, really nice. Yeah, so. I mean, even just to kind of wrap it up and come full circle with all this, like when I was telling my coworkers, they were like, where are you going to the beach? And I'm like, I'm going to Orange Beach. And they were like, where is that? And I'm like, it's in Alabama. And they were like, oh, I didn't know that Alabama had beaches. So like, exactly. it's just one of those things yeah. where I, I know, but if you if you don't know, you don't right. know. And you don't think about it like that because, I mean, for all these years, when you say Alabama, all people think about is like rednecks and Confederate flags Correct. and racism. Yeah, and racism, not, yeah what it is but in our hometown people have discovered gulf shores and orange beach right so we have some friends that do a well they need to quit telling anybody about it right they they do an annual trip down here to gulf shores and orange beach and i said keep it a secret and they're like no we're sharing it with everyone so everyone in our hometown oh is, my gosh <laughs> instead of going to Myrtle Beach which many of them still do on spring break and our Easter break um go to Myrtle Beach you know it's not the same though Myrtle Hell Beach is no. so different well right than Gulf, but yeah. they're discovering the beaches of Alabama and the Gulf Coast and we're like shh yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> keep it a secret of course yeah. them down you know, along the beach and all the businesses want people to come, but I think they're going to not be able to accommodate everybody that's discovering it because it's everywhere. Right. I read on my phone the other day a story about, like, the 10 best beaches in the South, and, of course, Orange Beach was, like, number six. Yeah. And I was like, shh. Don't tell anybody. Stop. Stop yeah. in the newspaper. We don't have enough places yeah. for everybody. They probably paid that that company to like put them on there. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to pay anybody yes. to say that Orange Beach is beautiful because it, it is. is beautiful. And now we're putting right. it all over our podcast. So yes, we here are. we go. So all right, I think we're gonna wrap this up, Mom. Thank you so much for yes, being thank here. You for coming thank all you the for way. having me. You did so good. Thank you. You were nervous in the beginning. Do you feel good now? I do. Good. I do. Like this is fun. It is fun. And I hope you I can guys do it again. look exactly the same. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> we what? Look so similar. Like we're I mean, gonna, obviously our, she came from your our photo room. for this week's episode is just gonna have to be me and Dawn. Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, and it does need to be. I was yeah. gonna try to take a picture, but. 
of you guys, but your butt was kind of hanging out of your dress oh, a minute ago, you. so I didn't take it. I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. No, we, Just took, as a we took a good one at the beach, so yes. I've got something for as us. To I'm proud to be Sarah Wright's mom. Just Thank so you. Know. She's. I'm girl. appreciative of you accepting yes. like this podcast and yes. supporting us and listening, even though you didn't do your job on the way down here and get caught up on all the episodes. You'll have <laughs> right. to do it on the way home. We <laughs> definitely started at the last minute. We also had a. There's a guy that Mitch works with, and he did a whole flash drive of like music that we like. Haven't listened to one. Oh my gosh. We forgot. We were just like totally, I don't know. We we chat a lot when we're driving. I'm just going to say we live in the same house together. But honestly, when you're driving for many hours at a time, you know, sometimes when you have children and maybe one day you'll both find this out, it's hard to talk face to face with a child. But when you're in a car... There's something about the flow of conversation. Sure. Yeah, true. So. You can't really escape it either. My husband and I have, <laughs> I think, great conversation when we're in the car <coughs> that maybe we don't have on a daily basis at home with all yeah. the work stuff and, you know, just home maintenance stuff well, and Well, I everything. think that's fair because you're talking about the everyday life. Yes. So, yeah. so it's um, it's always great for us. We reconnect in our travels. So when my parents go in the car on the like on the road, to, they drive to the beach a lot, and I know that they've gotten sick of talking to each other when there's nothing on the radio because they'll call me. They call me and be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I'm like, <laughs> "They want to. They'd rather talk to me than talk." And they, the, but it helps their conversation because they'll start talking to each other, and then at some point, my mom will be like sick of talking to me, and she's like, "Okay, we got to go by." <laughs> I really wanted you to meet Saucy, but it didn't work out. So we'll have to do right. it again. But. Yes, I look forward to that. Also, yes. I wanted to say I'm also proud to be Jerry Murray Wright's mom. Fair enough. Don't let we'll, me we'll try that. and get her on the podcast that at some point. Yes. Jerry, do need to do it. All right. Thanks for hey, lead us out, Sarah. Give us yes. that, give us that extra de- detail for the <laughs> for people out there who need to send us stuff thank you for joining us today it was wonderful to have you you can follow us on instagram at thick af podcast you can send us an email um at thick af podcast at gmail.com you can find us wherever you find your podcast like rate review subscribe and give us those five stars y'all thanks Bye. bye bye ABCDEFG, I have to go. go. <laughs>